Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Tuesday, the 20th of October. I'm back. I took uh, some time out from this podcast for a couple of reasons. Uh, For a week there, it seemed like the economic data wasn't really telling me anything new that I hadn't already talked about. And when that happens, you have a choice. Either you shut up or you squeeze the bejesus out of whatever data there is there that looks like it might possibly contain some story. Uh, You run the risk, however, that you're beating it up to confect a story which you don't have full confidence in. Now, I don't mind doing that for a day or so because who knows, it may be right. And, um, you know, that's not too bad. But if you're faced with doing it for longer than that, it becomes a genuine drag, hard work and of dubious value to anyone who's listening. So rather than do that, I thought I'd take a step back. But uh, yesterday, China released its third quarter GDP and a bunch of data for September. And it will be surprising if there's actually absolutely nothing there to be seen. So what did it tell us? Well, first, let's take a look at the GDP numbers. The headline number given was that real GDP rose 4.9% year on year. That's up from 3.2 in the second quarter and a fall of 6.8 in the first quarter. And this does imply a continued sequential extension of the recovery seen in the second quarter. And in fact, there's only a relatively small deceleration in the pace of that rebound. So that's positive news. The second thing to say is that that 4.9% year-on-year doesn't actually tally with the numbers given in constant RMB, which are also published. Uh, If you take those numbers and do a year-on-year on on them, then growth would come in at 6%. The divergence between that headline uh, year-on-year that's given and the year-on-year you can calculate yourself from the numbers um, is uh, unusual. Um, It doesn't normally happen, and I don't know why it's happening right now. Second, let's take a look at the monthly numbers for September. And these confirm that there's still some underlying acceleration going on. Uh, Industrial production was up 6.9% year on year, and there was a monthly movement there of 2.2 standard deviations above trend. Uh, Incidentally, capacity utilization was also up 2.3 percentage points, to 76.7%, which was actually 0.3 percentage points above where it was in the third quarter of last year. Electricity production rose 5.3%, but its monthly was 0.3 standard deviations below trend. Retail sales were up 3.3%. The monthly movement was uh, 0.4 standard deviations above trend. That's actually taken a little bit of time to work out because the retail sales series was uh, revised fairly comprehensively. So we've had to go back and redo a whole bunch of data to get that uh, sequential. Urban fixed investment uh, broke into positive territory, up 0.8% year to date during January to September. And that's the first positive number we've had this year and suggests a monthly movement of about 0.5 standard deviations above trend. So you've got to be a little bit careful how you measure that. You've also got continuing mild acceleration in the growth of disposable income, wage income, and per capita spending in the third quarter. So the details of the data we have for September all do tend to back up the headline story about GDP. Now, 
Checking back to nominal GDP, which I think gives a more useful picture for China than the real GDP numbers. Uh, and these show nominal uh, GDP growth accelerated to 7.8% year on year in the third quarter and up from 5.9% in the second quarter. And with a deflection that looks again about half a standard deviation above seasonalized trends. So you're still getting that same story of continued sustained acceleration from trend. China's not had a dead cap bounce, in other words. What's perhaps more important is that for all I've previously talked about the impact of fiscal stimulus in China, this looks like a genuine uptick in private domestic demand. Strip out both the positive impacts from the likely fiscal deficit and the trade surplus, and you still got private nominal demand growing by 7.7% in the third quarter, up from 5.2% in the second quarter. To me, this makes it pretty likely that what we're seeing is a genuine sustained upturn because, you know, who'd go to the trouble of actually faking in that sort of detail. So it's good news from China, I think, and worth noting. Um, it's a day late, but that's all I'm going to talk about today. Thanks for listening and thanks for coming back. I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, good. And if you'd like to know more about cold water economics, you can, of course, contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.